You're listening to Midlife State of Mind Podcast, hosted by Aaron Beadle and Belinda Fleming, two gals who dish on all the challenges and opportunities that come with this middle section of your life. Each episode, you'll find yourself going between laughter and tears as they cover all the topics you need to know about midlife. Welcome back to Midlife State of Mind. I'm your host, Erin Beadle. And Belinda Fleming. Welcome, welcome. Guess what? Today is March the 8th and it's International Women's Day, an annual celebration across the world that honors women, all of the contributions of women. And we are challenging any ideas of discrimination or oppression as well. And it's so interesting that we are a podcast of two midlife women and we could not let this day go without praise, without celebration. And we're so thankful that you are joining in today. So Belinda, tell me, International Women's Day, tell me how did it start? Well, five facts about International Women's Day. In 1909, There were actually 15,000 women who protested in New York City at the first National Women's Day. They were fighting for labor and voting rights. And then in 1910, the attendees at the International Conference for Working Women voted unanimously to approve an International Women's Day. Isn't that crazy, though, to think in 1910, which is over 110 years ago, that there was an inter- that, that there was a International Conference of Working Women? I know. Doesn't that seem kind of crazy? That seems like that would be a more 1950s thing or um, so how progressive that was. Yeah, um, and then the official date of March the 8th came about as in around 1911. And then the United Nations, joined in in 1975 for the very first time and celebrated it. And then in 2011 was actually the 100-year centenary. Centenary, okay, so it was the 100-year anniversary. I've always known International Women's Day, and I knew, I know what it's for to celebrate the achievements of women, but I didn't really know the history of it. So what does International Women's Day mean to you? So to me, it is really about women's rights to have freedom of choice, freedom to vote, freedom to work. All of the things that, as an American woman, we have so many rights and opportunities, our generation for sure. Right. You know, in comparison, when we think about Iranian women and girls, it's so sad that they are still treated like second-class citizens, even in this day and time. And it's heartbreaking. So there is a privilege that comes with being born as an American versus being born as an Iranian. And, you know, since the Islamic Revolution of 1979, women's rights were restricted. Because they actually used to encourage women to go to school and to become very educated in the United States. Women couldn't vote until 1919. Right. Right. And so even 10 years before International Women's Day or 10 years before women could vote, was International Women's Day was starting to be celebrated. And so we've kind of progressed forward in many ways and how other countries other countries have sometimes gone backwards, that they have regressed, if you will. And we definitely have made a lot of progress since 1909, 1910, you know, when International Women's Day started. That to think how crazy it would be that we couldn't vote. You know, women couldn't get a credit card without their husband's approval, even into the 70s. Unbelievable. Doesn't that just for you? It really does. It, it, it is. And it's interesting, too, to me, 
that our our children, like our daughters and our granddaughters, they will never they will never know the kind of sacrifices that were made and the the protests that had to happen and the sacrifices of all the women that have come before us even. Mm. And so that's what this day is about to me. It's about any female in my own personal life that has made a, a difference in my life. And strong women, there's something powerful and lovely about strong women and men that appreciate and respect strong women too. There, you know, there are so many men in both of our lives that are supporters of all of women's rights. And I think that those men actually are celebrating with us. Right. Yeah. It's not necessarily about just women supporting women. It, it's about men and women supporting women and giving them the equal, equal opportunity. Yes. It has, hasn't ever been lost on me. I mean, I have a very amazingly supportive husband and I know you and I both have had a little, or we've had a bit of a different, you've always had a really wonderful career and always been able to have that. Whereas I stepped away from my career to, you know, raise my kids, which it was my choice. It wasn't something that Jeff was, you need to stay at home and cook dinner for me. <laughs> But he's just like, hey, you know, when I said I wanted to stay at home, he was like, absolutely, whatever you decide. If you want to go to work, you can go to work. If you want to stay at home, you can stay at home. And that's really the beauty of International Women's Day. It is really about a world where differences are valued and celebrated. Right. You are no less of a mother or a woman than someone who chose to have the career and raise their children. I am no less of a woman because I chose to have both. And, and right. I, I am not less. You are not less. Right. And that is a beautiful world to be a part of where there are um, we're free of the biases and we can be free of the stereotypes, and we still have a long way to go, but there's an awareness of this movement, and we're all embracing equity and gender equality. Right, because there is still a long way to go. My husband works in software, and I find it very interesting that two of his big bosses have been women, which is in software, in the tech field. It's still, if if they're, right, it's 2% women, let's just say. I'm Mm -hmm. making that statistic up, but it's not very much. But they've been his bosses. And so he's always had a very healthy respect and support for all women. He's never thought that, you know, I can't have a woman as my boss because she's not as smart as me. Well, it sounds like he celebrates women's achievements and he lives it every day in his own workplace. Definitely. Yeah. His company is very progressive. Well, we all know about the pink tax, right? I think it's a known thing that women's products, the same products for women cost more than the products for men. So that's one way that we have maybe inequity or inequality. Also that women aren't paid as much as men. So we still have a ways to go. When last year on International Women's Day, I did a tribute to my mom and I said how she might not have broken any glass ceilings. She didn't march for women's rights, but my mom has always just been such a strong female to always be supportive of people, all of her children. She's always supported our choices, whether it's been to be a working mom. She has three girls a working mom or a stay-at-home mom. She's never put pressure on me. One thing that I will say that my mom has always done that that I didn't realize that other mothers didn't do, my mom has never commented on my appearance or my weight or anything. I have friends who say, like their mom would say, well, you're getting kind of chubby or you're getting, you know, and I'm like, really? My mom has never said that to me. So she's always been supportive. That's a gift. Of me. That she's given Just like I am. Of acceptance. Yes. And that's empowering. 
Yes. Very empowering. And, and women face a lot of judgment and prejudice for their looks. So how, what are ways that our listeners could celebrate International Women's Day or honor International Women's Day? Well, just as you just did, talking about someone in your life that really has made an impact, your mother, taking time out today to thank someone who has been like a role model, yes, a female role a model, a mentor or role model. And I have strong women. I was raised by strong women, my grandmothers, my mother. I've been blessed in my career as a nurse. As you mentioned, your mother being a nurse and just taking care of others. I've had a career in uh, as a nurse and I actually have had so many other nurses that have come before me and they paved the way in my profession and so it's just beautiful to honor someone right take the and time. to take the time to send them a message or a text call them and say hey I just wanted to thank you for being a role model to me absolutely and then we also can just really read books about gender equality just to educate ourselves there's so much information about experiences that other women have had in the world and there are several books Um, there's one in particular called rad women worldwide artists athletes pirates and punks and other revolutionaries who have shaped history and that you can get on Amazon. There's another book called A Room of One's Own by Virginia Woolf. Yes. <laughs> That's an oldie but goodie for sure. Yeah. So one other one, Feminism is for Everybody, Passionate Politics by Bell Hooks. So just being educated, right? Yes. Educating our children, our, our family members, like we all need to be educated about gender equality and the status of women varies from country to country just like we had mentioned about you know the opportunities that we are granted just because of being born as an American for sure so we can't take that for granted right I mean in other countries where women are enslaved where women are married off they're sold think of some of the African countries where they practice female genital mutilation to keep us pure it's really it's um, unimaginable that those kinds of things are happening in our world they still happen today even though there there have been measures put into place to technically make it illegal but how do you manage that in a, in a small village? Definitely still practiced. I mean, I think another idea for supporting women's international movement is adding new podcasts to your queue, right? Yes. Podcasts that are performed in, you know... Or that are hosted by women, produced by women, but also that deal with women's issues, which our podcasts... We focus on most things that affect women in midlife. I mean, they can be applicable to men as well, mm-hmm. but we focus a lot on from the lens of you and I as women in midlife and things that we're facing, issues maybe that we've come either faced or have friends that have faced that are similar age and gender. And then I also think just being an advocate for speaking up when we see discrimination, when we are experiencing out in, out in the world, just operating out in whatever our everyday activities are, making a difference and standing up for rights of others. And maybe there are people that don't feel as strong or don't feel that they can stand up for themselves. If we see that, can we be an advocate for them? Well, that brings to mind a quote by Maya Angelou that says, each time a woman stands up for herself, she stands up for all women. So sometimes when you may not think you're making a difference, you really are. As a nurse, 
you know a lot about the healthcare system. And one of the things that I think is really important is for, for women to either donate to organizations that do this to help improve women's health around the world because there are places in the world where women don't have access to adequate health care and men do and the World Health Organization has estimated that every day 810 women die from preventable causes related to pregnancy and childbirth. That's a lot. It is. It's a very serious issue and we if we're in a position that we can make a difference with informed decisions about people and their health care women girls whatever that may be it's very very important we need to be advocating for women's health care yes we really do because one thing that is a, a problem is that in our health care most things are medications procedures are made for men did you know that when drug trials are done on men. I wasn't aware of that. And so it oftentimes they don't do it on women or they don't factor in women. And we are, I mean, biologically we're different chemistry, you know, wise. So they need to pay more attention to how things affect women. I think even in the United States, I mean, Mm -hmm. I know I was mentioning in maybe third world countries where people die from childbirth. Most of the medical system is, has been perfected for men. Interesting. Which is why there are so many different types of Viagra. I mean, that's just the brand name or, you know, the drug name or the brand name. That because I'm reading a really interesting book right now about women in midlife and the author. She's really funny. She's like, if men had to face a lot of things that women face daily that still aren't addressed, they would be fixed. I mean, as soon as men were like, wait, ED, erectile dysfunction, they're like, how many drugs can come to market? (laughs) It's one of the most sold drugs ever is um, Viagra. Interesting information. I think we also can do our due diligence about breaking biases about menopause. You know, we're Mm -hmm. talking about midlife issues for women and there are a lot of biases around menopausal women. There are a lot of jokes about menopausal women. Absolutely. And also women are kind of considered used and dried up when she's like gone through menopause, whereas men are considered distinguished and you know, they're wise and we're like, yeah, just consider, oh, we're just hitting our prime. What do you, what are they talking about? <laughs> they don't know, do they? It's wow. like, uh-uh, you don't want to mess with a menopausal woman, man. We can take you down in no time. Well, also I think that women could do, one thing that you could do is to celebrate the day. An easy thing that anyone could do is have a dance party to an all women's playlist. I love it. I love dance parties. I love women's artists. And, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so. Well, because Melinda's a singer, so. <laughs> I grew up with Madonna and the Celebration album. I could yeah. dust that off and, and have a, a Totally. A Madonna party. was my <laughs> idol back in, I, start, I fell in love with her in eighth grade. And I thought like, oh man, I want to be her. Actually, I'll tell you who the, my first girl crush was Blondie uh-huh. in the 70s. Wow. I wanted to grow up to be Blondie. I love Belinda Carlisle, hence Belinda. I was like, yeah. didn't know of many Belindas, but boy, Belinda Carlisle, I totally was crushing on her. Yes, yes. <laughs> Isn't that funny how we had those women that we were like, I want to grow up and be Blondie. You're like, I want to grow up and be Belinda Carlisle. <laughs> 
it's so fun to have women role models in every aspect of our life, academically, entertainment-wise, our own relatives that we that were strong women. I know this past year, my 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 favorite Aunt Billy passed away, and I it remember was, that. I love that woman, and she was just such a role model for me, and she loved me like I was her own child, and she was you know one of my most favorite people in the whole wide world, and her memory will always live on, and I just watched her move through all of the stages of life, you know, being a young mother, loving me as I felt like at some point like she was like loved me like I was her own daughter. She mm-hmm. had boys, she had one daughter. And just watching her grow through all the stages, how beautifully she... Like uh, gracefully she did it? Yes, how gracefully she was the matriarch once my grandmother passed away, you know, of her uh, her other siblings. So she was the only girl, she was the oldest. And then, you know, my father was second to youngest. And everyone looked up to her and, and admired her. And she made everything look so effortless of holding the family together. And it was really, it was really hard to let her go. And her memory lives on for sure and she was a her nurse. impact on you yes. is why you are the way you are and then you're impacting your kids your girls who will then carry on her legacy well I had an aunt like that my my mom's mom had a sister she was one of ten wow and the oldest child my aunt Rose and my aunt Rose never married she worked for the bank so she was a career woman I mean my grandma was born in 1912 so she was born she was probably probably 15 years older than my grandma I mean mm-hmm. she might have even been born in 18 you know 90, 90 something yeah she was the matriarch as well of their of their family and when my grandma went to college my Aunt Rose helped pay, helped support my grandma to go to college. My grandma went to college. She grew up in Southern Illinois and she went to college in Tennessee. So she made it possible for her. Yes. So she, because my Aunt Rose worked at the bank, never married, didn't have her own family. So when my grandma went away to college, she would send her money and my grandma, it wouldn't quite last. And you know what my grandma would used to do? She'd buy Starlight Mint. And so she'd run out of money and, you know, the last two days before the check would come from my Aunt Rose. And so what my grandma would eat was mints so that she wouldn't be hungry because she didn't have enough money to, you know, buy her own. She didn't work. How, How old did she live to be? My Aunt Rose lived to be like 95. Wow. And my grandma lived to be 92. And then my grandma met my my grandpa, my mom's dad. He died before I was born. And they worked for the Tennessee Valley Authority. And the crazy thing is, and this is just talking about the choice that you got, you continue to work when you had kids and got married. I decided to stay at home after the birth of my second one. When my grandma married my grandpa, she had to retire from working, even though she didn't have kids. They didn't have kids for almost 10 years. Unbelievable. But they had to retire. And my mom, when she met my dad, she was a flight attendant for Pan Am. This was back in, you know, the 60s. And when she married my dad and got pregnant, she couldn't work. They, Pan Am's like, okay, you're a mom. You're you're having a she baby. She didn't have a choice. No, was there was taken. no choice. Unbelievable. And Because my sister was born in 1967. And there was no choice for her to like, oh, I'm going to come back after I have the baby. Or I'm going to work up until I deliver. Or it's safe for me to fly. So it's not lost on me that women who went to battle for women to have a choice that gave me the choice that I could say, I'm going to stay at home after the birth of my second child. And it's just recognizing those sacrifices of the people that came before you. Yeah. And we don't take it for granted. I definitely don't take it for granted. Some other ways that we can help is getting involved with organizations within our state. 
and organizations within our nation. Um, in particular in Georgia, we have womenhelpingwomen.org and the mission is dedicated to the economic and educational empowerment of at-risk women in the United States and third world countries. And this is something that the goal is to help women have the resources that enable them from a state of desperation to get to a place of self-sufficiency and independence. And the transition of these women comes from adequate health care, access to job training, counseling, mentoring, and education. So this is just a way that we can empower and we can empower women and girls. And it's a way we can make a difference across the street and around the world is their right. motto. So we can help in the smallest way and the impact is so much bigger than what we can recognize. So in any way that you can help to make a difference, that is making a difference. Right. I think sometimes we think, well, if I can't do some grand big gesture, it's not going to be powerful, but it can be. And it can be getting involved, volunteering and helping, participating. It can be donating. Maybe every year you donate to an organization like womenhelpingwomen.org or you pick something that is near and dear to your heart. Or you do what we did recently, which was work on a women's build for Habitat for Humanity. And it was amazing, right? To see the joy in that mother's eyes. And it was so exciting to actually really make a difference. Like we hammered, we nailed, we drilled, we did all we the things. We mixed concrete. <laughs> and we had Don't so much fun. Don't tell me women can't do it all. I know. We had so much fun. We might even have to post that picture on our website. Yes. Um, yeah. That, that just for anyone who wants to get involved in a Habitat for Humanity, it was beautiful it was women building for women yes it was definitely it was the first year that we've done it and because we have a friend that invited us to it and she's done it for several years and it was definitely a, a worthwhile absolutely way to spend your Saturday um, I didn't realize how much of an impact it was going to have on me until that day you know I just thought oh Okay, you know, another volunteering, you know. Well, it made such an impact on me that actually the company that I work for as a nurse, we're actually going to sponsor a build day for 2023. So, I mean, it it is amazing. The joy that you receive from helping someone else, there's nothing like it. Yeah. Well, hopefully our listeners find some way. It could be just like I said, a dance party. It could be donating to an organization that supports women's rights, but to Celebrate in some way this International Women's Day because it is a powerful day. I mean, when you think about it, it's um, nice that we have something like that to say thank you to all the women that have gone before us to pave this way for you and I today in 2023. I love it. And I am grateful for all of the women that have come before us and paved the way and look forward to paving the way for more women. Yeah, for future women. Absolutely. Yeah, for the future generation. Well, follow us on the socials. Find us on Facebook and Instagram, Midlife State of Mind Podcast. Rate, review us on whatever platform you're listening to us. We read every review, and we appreciate all of you for listening and tuning in each week. Thank you. We'll see you next week. This has been an E-Squared production.